Good morning, my brothers. It's your boy, Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. Welcome to Warrior on Fire Daily Fuel Edition. Today's topic is this. Scared to go, scared to stay. Sit back, relax, and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. Hi, my name is Bailey White. My dad is Garrett J. White, the Master Coach Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> You're listening to Warrior on Fire. On Fire. All right, so I'm off walking this morning. I'm not going to be doing a ton of yell yelling because i got a lot of recording to do today in the studio. So I'm going to talk nicely to you as my, as my voice box, my, my muscles in my neck, I don't even know what the hell the actual terms are, begin to warm themselves up. So I'm going to talk to you, though, because my mind's on fire. It's just this is the first talking I've done in the first couple hours since waking up at 4 o'clock this morning. So <clears throat> here's a thought that I have. Uh, shit like never goes the way that you think it's going to go. You know, I've had people ask, family members ask, my wife and I, several questions, like, how did you, how did you get to where you are? It's a pretty, I mean, it's a pretty simple question. I've asked that question, I've asked that question a ton of a lot of different people. You know, the one thing I'm coming to, one thing I come to recognize over time is, like, there's just about, no, there's just about nothing you cannot accomplish that you're not, if you're just willing to do the work. And you give yourself enough timelines. You know, Dan Sullivan, one of my coaches from Strategic Coach, he says the following. He always he said this to me. And the first time he said it, I was like, what the hell? And it made complete sense, which was this. There's no impossible goals. There's just impossible timelines. Really, that we, we just, we, give, we don't give ourselves enough time to accomplish it. And he was, he was talking to me because I live in a pretty intense three-month, six-month, nine-month, max 12-month target goal cycle. And he was trying to get me to think about 20 years down the road. I'm like, dude, you're out of your mind. 20 years down the road, shit. It's like I couldn't even have anticipated I'd be where I am five years ago, let alone where the hell I'd be 20 years from now. He's like, I know, but I'm going to push your mind to go to this place because I want to see what you can create. So let's bring this back to to this point, though, this question of how, how did you get where you are? How'd you pull this off? How'd this work? So the answer that I give most commonly is, well, I didn't really have a plan. Meaning it's not like the kind of plan you think it's the kind of plan. Like it's a plan that's not exactly point A to point B. You know, in, a, in theory, in the laboratory of life, there is this assumption that all of us have. Me too. Peace in our mind. The thinks that the plan itself is just going to go perfect. It's like, well, I'm going to set up the plan. If I just know how to do something, well, then I'm definitely going to be able to pull it off. Yet, we know this is not true. We know this is not true. Let's take fitness, for example. Look around at fitness and food. Dude, we know more about the human body than we have ever known in the history of the world. And yet, at least, I will speak for the United States of America. I will not speak for any other country. I will speak for the country I live in. We are fat as fuck. Our country is obese. Like, it is ridiculous. Lazy, like being fat is normal here. A friend of mine from France, he's like, came here. A tattoo artist and a couple of his buddies. We were getting working on my arm, my sleeve. And he was like, it's kind of weird to me how everybody freaks out about a, you know, a skinny girl or a girl who's fit or lean here. I was like, what do you mean? He's like... People just freak out. They're like, oh my gosh, she's so hot. And he's like, well, yeah, you know, she's beautiful, but 
Why are you making a big deal about it? He's all, but then I realized most people are fat. He's like, so many Americans are fat that when you look at a person who's not, in contrast to that, you start to think, wow, that person's really, be- that person's really lean, that person's really fit. He's all, in France, it's just not that way. He's like, we don't have the kind of obesity in France that you guys have here. So there's this perception from his point of view of what's going on here. There's a perception of what you have going on. And yet here we are, we have all this knowledge. So what, what the hell is the difference? My wife was talking last night at dinner with me. She's like, you know, we were discussing how much pas- or how much uh, Italian food we've eaten this week. And she's gone to Italy quite a bit, gone to France, toured. She's like, we, I never ate more in my life than I went into Europe. Yet, when I went to Europe and hung out with our friends over there, we ate more, but we were, like, I lost weight when I came back. And I was like, it was because there's something else going on in the food. But also, it's how you operate. Like, learning how to lose weight is one thing. That's awesome, right? But that's not really the issue. The issue is not how to. People ask me, well, how do you pull this shit off in business, care? How to marketing is pretty easy. Like, marketing and persuasion inside a business is easy. There's a problem. You're going to talk about the problem. There's a painful consequence in a person's life because of the problem. You're going to help them understand what that consequence is. Next, you're going to paint a picture for something new and possible beyond the reality that they're currently experiencing and help them see it. In that place, you'll have exposed the gap. In the gap, you will paint a path from problem over to possibility, and then you'll pitch them on the solution. Done. There was how-to marketing, sales, and persuasion. Don't care what topic, from selling tires to trees, doesn't matter. Like, there is your formula. Yet, just because you know how to do that doesn't mean you have the willingness to do it. So, when I look at where I'm at today, and I look at what I've built, and I look at where my wife and I have gotten, it wasn't a series of calculated decisions. It was a series of audibles. A willingness to turn when we needed to turn, to let go of things that weren't working, and to reattach myself to ideas that did. Now, people will do this on small things. They'll be like, oh, that, you know, Garrett, I get you. I'll audible on this small thing over here. I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to do? Why aren't you audibling on the big one? Well, Garrett, I've put $40,000 into that. So? Well, I just feel like I have to stay committed to it because I put $40,000 into it. I'm like, is it working? Well, no. Okay, so what what the fuck are you doing? Well, dude, I put $40,000 into it. I don't care if you put $100 million into it. If it's not working, then you've got to stop doing it. And you've got to start doing something that does work. Oh, but Garrett, that's really painful. I mean, think about all the money I'm losing. Think about all the money you're losing. How about you think about all the money you're going to lose because you continue to head down a path that doesn't work. It doesn't work. Audible, audible, audible. So people, why, why, don't, why don't individuals audible? In business, they don't audible because of money. They don't audible because of fear. They don't audible because of pressure. And then an entrepreneur gets into a payroll situation. And I've been there. You're freaking the fuck out. This is why people are like, oh, you know, Gary, why do you only train dudes? Well, that's one reason, because I'm a dude. Number two, why do you only train? Why do you only spend most of your effort and energy with entrepreneurs? I said, because an entrepreneur understands something about pressure that a, that a business executive doesn't. That, a, that an employee doesn't. And that's called this. He's got to not only provide for himself and his family, but he's also got to hit payroll every two weeks. Deal with payroll taxes. 
He's got to make his his efforts and ability to manage and to grow a business determines the livelihood of the employees. Now I'm not taking away from the employees. The employees are important, and they're wonderful people. I have employees that work for me too. And you know what? They're not treated like quote employees. They aren't treated shitty. These guys make my teams make incredible amounts of money in our businesses, getting to operate as entrepreneurs. But they've come to recognize with me that there is no solid plan. Like the plan is never created in concrete. There is a plan that we go to war with. But once we get to war, if shit doesn't work, guess what? We audible. That's hard to do when there's a lot of pressure. That's why a lot of entrepreneurs don't make the they don't make the shit. Their businesses go BK. You know, their lives don't work out the way they were hoping. And entrepreneurism actually becomes one big huge bondaged experience of slavery. Self-imposed, by the way. Because it can't adjust. Scary. Marriages end up becoming sedated nightmares because people can't adjust. They can't turn left. You're like, listen, is your marriage working? Well, no. Okay, well, well, why are you still doing the same thing then? Well, because, you know, I'm just scared to do something new. I was like, well, dude, if I was you, I'd be scared to stay married in this fucking shitty situation. That seems more scary to me. Why don't you transfer the fear? Instead of being scared about what you might what might be if you do something new, why don't you just get scared about the fact that you are in a shitty situation? How about we transfer the fear over there and you make a new decision? That would seem to make a lot more sense to me. I'm walking through a tunnel now. So let me summarize this thing. Holy shit, I've been going like 10 minutes on this one. This is what happens when you get me first thing in the morning. My mind's like thinking around this one in a fun way with you. <clears throat> The game itself comes down to this fear factor. Damned if I do, damned if I don't. Scared if I do, scared if I don't. Scared if I audible, scared if I don't audible. It's not about having more information. It's about having the courage to let go and to audible when shit's not working. I got where I am by a series of what appear to be inconsequential small audibles, hundreds of them, even thousands of audibles. Moving here, moving there, moving here, moving there. Making this move, making this move. Not big, massive moves every 18 months. Every day. Small move. Shit, that's not working. Do this. Boom. Okay, cool. That's not working. Do this. Boom. My teams will laugh because I will walk into an, an event or I'll go to speak on stage or I'll go into a business meeting or a negotiation meeting with some big hotels and we'll be sitting there as a group about to have a conversation and somebody new to the team would be like, does Garrett have his plan out? They're like, oh, Garrett has a framework, but he's going to wait to watch how, this, how the swell builds right now, and then he'll surf it. Just watch. And it's true. Because I've become more addicted to learning how to audible than I have been to trying to have the plan all figured out. All right, this one's been dragging. I, not dragging in a bad way. I've just been giving you multiple angles on this. So here's my question for you. Where in your life today... Are you scared to let go and audible, but you're also scared to stay? Where is that area? Cross body being balanced business. And then the setup with this on the flip side is the following. Here's the challenge. What are you committed to doing to make that change? What's one thing you could do today to make that change and to make the difference that we're speaking about right here? Yeah, you're scared to let go. You're scared to go. You're scared to let go, and you're scared to go. I get it. It's a dual threat experience. It's terrifying. I get it. But what are you committed to doing? 
All right, my friends, that's all I got for you today. Here's a couple of reminders. If you're not currently subscribed on iTunes to Warrior on Fire, get on over to yourself, subscribe today. Also, if you do not have access to the daily action guides found on demand, the palm of your hand at warrioronfire.com. Head on over to warrioronfire.com, put your email address in, click submit today. Also, if you are listening to this show, you do have a responsibility. Responsibility is super simple, and here's how it goes, and that is you're going to share this show up with somebody else. Listening to this show itself is a value add that you do not pay for except for in the currency of sharing. So head it on out, send it on over to somebody today, send it on over to warrioronfire.com or over to the podcast in iTunes or Google Play today. Thanks so much for being here. My name is Coach White, signing off, saying love and like, good morning, good afternoon, and good night. This is a podcast. podcast. Thanks for listening to this episode of Warrior On Fire. On Fire. <laughs> Share this with other men you feel need to, need hear. to hear. Don't forget to give us a review in, in iTunes, iTunes and subscribe. So, is there a website? Wake up, Wake up, Warrior. For more information and other amazing content for warrior men just like you, head on over to GarrettJWhite.com now. Yeah.